do 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 i bet you wonder where i've been i was looking at um <laughs> you know i have no idea what's going on i was like you don't know that song Mm-mm. what you gonna do for love Mm-mm. really what you Who's gonna it by? do bobby cadwell bobby caldwell Doesn't do sound for funny. love you tried everything mm. but you don't give up I would have to hear it. Don't give up. Really? I would have to hear it. Wow. I was looking at a thing about songs that people thought were sung by like black people and they, it's not. (laughs) So many. (laughs) So many. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'll be like, like the John B. um, I was playing it earlier. John Um, B is black. Don't play him. He just likes him. (laughs) They say he's invited to the cookout, but he's not. (laughs) He looks like one of those white boys that would gel their hair and they got mm-hmm. like the <laughs> I didn't Smell know that he sang I don't know that he's saying that they don't know. Are you serious? I never knew that. I always knew he was white. Don't listen to what people, people say. They don't know about. He's saying that shit with his heart. <laughs> they don't. He's saying that shit with his spirit. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, hey girlfriends. Hey girlfriends. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. Who are you? Oh, I'm Charlie. I almost said Charles. I don't know why. (laughs) That is my name, but don't call me that. I'm Latavia. I used to get called Charlita in high school. It was one of my many, many, many nicknames. You are only Cha Cha to me in my phone. How did you get that? name i made it up really i know a you couple told people me call that, me that people called you that yeah. before yeah. <laughs> i was like where did you hear that <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the only place i randomly i was like i needed a nickname so i was like charlie's i that seems too regular charles seems too so old. formal exactly <laughs> so i was like mm, cha-cha great that's so funny my high school friend gave me that name and it's stuck unfortunately even to this day that's all like her family knows me as Cha-cha? Uh-huh. Cha-cha. And then um, when I was working at the salon, her father, even though he was my boss, he'd be like, hey, Cha-cha. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then Usman, who? he called me that. And then that's how he would refer to some people. And then they would be like, hey, Cha-cha. And I'm like, um, you are you not my friend. You don't get to call me that. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> it's Charlie. <laughs> Charles to you sir <laughs> Anyways hello How is everybody doing It's June It's that time of the year Where Ugh. companies start getting all of their pride It's already happening Target has been gay for a month now I made a post that was funny It's a guy and behind him is a tornado And it's a bunch of all these logos And then it's like it's pride coming month. <laughs> <laughs> The one time of the year Like Skittles where they're there's only one rainbow that should be celebrated. So their Skittles are just white. They took away the rainbow. and it's But their like, whole slogan is taste the rainbow. That's the point. We're giving up the rainbow. Because right now it's Pride Month and only one rainbow matters. Every Bitch, month is Pride Month. We know what you're doing. Mm. Ooh, there's a thing that I want to talk about actually regarding. So that's our topic for today. <laughs> it's all about Pride Month and... Uh, being gay <laughs> but don't start with your not today Let's oh okay point. so um we've joked about being heavy-handed with our products 
But I just wanted to remind you, there is such a thing as putting too much in your hair. Yes. So please, um, how do I say it? Um, be mindful <laughs> of how much you're putting in your hair because you can get build up, your hair can be heavy, and then it'll just feel nasty and like, ugh, your scalp can feel gross. You'll literally feel it. Like, mm-hmm. your hair will just feel weird. Like, or if you scratch your scalp and there's gunk on your fingers, it's time to cleanse that scalp yeah so like it's different with conditioner because it's going to come out like mm-hmm. you can put so much in it but like the leave-ins the gels the oil the 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 creams and stuff like that um just relax relax you, a little bit you don't bit. need to slather your scalp you need to hit your hair and not really do too much on your scalp even if it's day three or four what i do is i'll just put some water just to kind of refresh a little bit and maybe one of those um a light a light product, just literally a little bit, mostly water, mm-hmm. just to refresh it real quick. That's that's all you need. Don't put all, more product. Yeah, I like at the very. <laughs> what I usually have to do is put a little more oil in my hair, just because naturally, like sometimes I won't wear my bonnet and I'll just have it on my pillow, so it's still sucking some of the moisture out. So, like I'll spray it and then put a little oil on it, but. Or even if it's like that it. that little water conditioner mix, like even if you want exactly. to put something, just don't don't put more cream, don't put more gel in your hair. Like ugh. it's too much, especially it's getting hot. You're naturally gonna be out. I was gonna bring that up. You're gonna be sweating, <laughs> so it's already going. Your scalp is already gonna be going through it. Please don't be dousing that shit. Winter is over. You don't need to protect your scalp <laughs> like that no more. From heat, yes, but SPF. Is it, um, is there? Um, so you know how there's like sunscreen? Is there stuff for your hair that you can do to protect against the heat? Um, I'm sure. Or if you could just do a heat protector for the sun, you know, like if you're going to blow dry your hair, but instead for the sun. Possibly. I just thought about that right now. Wow. That is a heat protector. (laughs) Wow. That's, you got two. You got two today. (laughs) I've never thought about that. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Cause I'm like, there has to be a way to protect your hair besides this, like wearing a hat. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Or if you have like a blowout cream, mm-hmm. you could put that in your hair. Okay. Wow. Literally, just <laughs> as we're talking. <laughs> Never thought of, I'd, because it's like my hair protects me, it uh-huh. protects my scalp. So, because <laughs> I, I didn't even realize that when I first started growing my hair, was the getting the sun is good for like your hair and your body, but it's literally almost like having a, a constant heat source on your head. Mm-hmm. So, you got to protect it somehow. My bonnet, like we talked about last week. <laughs> but you're not going to, you're going to wear your bonnet to the beach? <laughs> he said, yeah. And if I did. Because even outside of anything else, you know how annoying it is to have sand in your hair for weeks at a time? Oh, yeah. And I, I very hated thick hair. This is why you got to do your hair in protective styles. What it it could be in braids and still be filled with sand. Mm. But I was what was I gonna say? Um, I hate when I would do my hair and then going to like the pool because then I got it gets in chlorine and I gotta do my hair again. That's the only thing I don't like about summertime is I want to go to the beach. I want to go to the pool. Oh, I don't want to go to the beach. I want to go to the pool. But if I get my hair wet, I gotta do it again. <laughs> and it's just like he's in that like I gotta do the whole thing. Like I don't even want like I'll do like a pre poo mm-hmm. and then like. 
shampoo with like I won't even repeat. I'll just do it that once just to get the gunk out and get the chlorine out of my hair and then immediately deep condition. I might actually deep condition twice that week just to kind of like all like suck all that nutrients into my hair, but I've been thinking about it like I would love to go to go swimming, but I don't I don't know if they have swim caps that are big enough to be able to get all of this oh, hair yeah. stuck to my scalp enough to where water won't get under. Probably not. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know how dedicated I'm going to be to like wanting to try and continuously deep condition that much because there's no way to avoid getting chlorine in my in my hair. Oh yeah. Cuz I'm not getting it in the lake. Period. Get you some braids. My hair is still. It'll it'll be easier at least to kind of part it and get your stuff in there. Who's and... gonna Who's gonna braid it? Find somebody. I don't know. Go get it done. What do you mean? No. You should You should do it yourself. It's gonna take some time, but no. Like I don't. Only like twelve hours. Twelve <laughs> hours that I could be spending doing something that I enjoy. No. <laughs> or I could just not go swimming. Really? I thought about doing my hair in like a um, mini twist because it's. Because I feel like it's care. a decent. It's a decent length, but I was afraid of how it's going to look afterward. It's because you care. I do. I have an idea for a video, or a series of videos. Uh-huh. And that's the only way that anything is ever going to happen to my hair. All right, can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, let's clink or I don't know what it'd be called. Oh shit. You've already done your not today. We need to get to this merch. Oh, well, clink, clink, clink. Ooh, that was a good one. I didn't want to knock it out your hand. Do you want to say it this week? Commercial? Mm-hmm. Commercial! <laughs> <laughs> Marker. All right, y'all. Can somebody, if you're a listener, give me one of the, whatever the thing's called that you, for you know, right before you do a scene, give me that. My birthday's in August. It's coming up. Just put it out y'all. there. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, girlfriends. It's your boy, Charlie. And Tay. And we have an important announcement for y'all. Run that music. So we've been putting out episodes for two years now, and it's definitely been a struggle. I know that's right. Anyways, as I was saying, it's been hot out here in these streets, so we want to ask y'all to look deep, deep inside your hearts. And your pockets. That part. And donate to our Fundly, because you too can sponsor us for $20 a day. Just kidding! Um, but seriously, anything y'all can donate is greatly appreciated, and we're really asking for donations so we can continue to grow our brand and ultimately give back to you all. So please, open up your hearts and your wallets and donate some change to your broken internet cousins. Uh, to donate, simply check out the link in the episode's description. If you donate anything less than $5, you will be blocked after we accept the money. Period. Stay moisturized. This is where the music comes in. Da-da-da-da-da. I almost wish this is uh, like... um. How they do in uh well we're back <laughs> <laughs> no because i was looking at the time 
And I was literally imagining like we're on a set and the guy's counting down like three. <laughs> one. And the lights come on and it's like, and we're back. <laughs> That's what I was just imagining this whole thing to be. I want it to be a whole production you are in the so future. Dramatic. Whole production. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm trying so hard not to laugh. I am an actor. All right. It's time for this dryer talk. <sighs> All right. So like I said earlier, it's June, a.k.a. Pride Month, a.k.a. that time of the year. We're just all the companies. All the companies just start getting all the rainbows out. <laughs> that shit at Target is disgusting. Nobody is wearing that. Some of the stuff is okay. Like the trans rights or human rights. Like mm-hmm. that one. It's like tie-dye, but it's the, the trans color that one's like some of them are cute i'm mad that they bust out the golden girls this time of the year i understand because <laughs> oh. of the games yes we love it i love it the I white got the DVD cut uh pacifically and myself uh, <laughs> huh Something i'm agreeing oh, I thought yes. <laughs> um but that's Maybe what we're about to fight i sure was love me the golden girls thank you for being a friend mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that the dude that sang it. Oh. And we go. Mm. Um, if you've never seen it, it's on Hulu. You can watch it for free. What? You have to pay for Hulu. Or you can pirate it. Cokeandpopcorn.ch. That's just allegedly. One, two, three movies. What else is there? Viruses on viruses <laughs> on viruses. That's what there are. There are viruses. Uh, so we're going to talk about a bunch of things. One thing that I wanted to talk about that's actually not on the list was something that I saw about how with Pride events, um, a lot of the times people like to, certain people, like to say that it's not family friendly. Um, and family friendly is being used as a... Um, Kink shame? Like a... Uh, a code word kinda because it's mostly like Christians and stuff like that that think of pride as just like a sex fest um which and, it is well not <laughs> uh, hold on <laughs> there are cause when they're thinking about they're <laughs> I'm getting comfortable because a child is, it's, uh, the pride, like the parade and stuff, it's totally okay for a child to be there. Mm-hmm. It's totally okay for a kid or a child, I'll say, to see, um, gay people, trans people, all kinds of people. Absolutely. What I'll say is not okay. And what the, the post that I had seen was seeing somebody in like a furry costume, for example, just cause they might ask questions and you're going to have to explain that it's there's a time and a place for it even at pride for example as a full-grown adult there's just stuff that i'm not trying to see um but same (laughs) but before you get off of what you were talking about um just on the topic of if you're taking your child to pride Uh it's also like when you said that there's a time and a place for everything if you are taking your child to pride with the understanding that your kid may see X, Y, and Z, Uh that means that you are accepting 
that today may be the time and place to have that discussion. Mm -hmm. You can't know that it's happening and then get mad that it happened and then blame us. Like, bitch, I don't go because I just don't want to see any of that shit. And so you could just not take your child or just show them pictures (laughs) online. And then when they are at an age where you deem appropriate to see certain shit, then you take them. But if that's... Fuck them kids. I'm not raising your child. Like, if I want to come outside and it's acceptable for me to have my ass cheeks out, that's what I was gonna say. I'm gonna do it to go back to how we say where it's like I'm not. You should not be mad at me for you bringing your child. Exactly. Today is the time and place. You knew there was a risk. You was gonna see a nigga walking around with a butt plug. You knew. You knew when you still brought your child, and now you looking at me and my ass. Funny. <laughs> sparkle, sparkle. I am. I am a whole motherfucking universe up in here i am steven today <laughs> i am a crystal gem like do you, you see it you knew what you signed up for but the thing was about um when people think well again certain people they like to hypersexualize just homosexuality Everything. anything about like the lgbtq plus community that's why they try to say that it's not family friendly um, it's just stigmatizing it because I have had a generally positive. I love pride as a whole. Um, I like the idea of pride because I like it. I remember because growing up, I wasn't out to like my family. Mm-hmm. So that was the time for me to kind of at least just be myself mm-hmm. and just be surrounded by all kinds of other gay people mm-hmm. and just LGBT people and stuff like that. So I was having a blast. I think it's it's always <clears throat> it's fun to experience. Um, I would. I would never say, like, don't ever go. Mm-hmm. It's literally just not for me. And I've only niggas, ever been to one here in Chicago. I don't think I've ever been anywhere I've else. Been to, I've been to one in Alabama. I've been to Miami Pride several times. And I've been to Pride here several uh-huh. times. And what did you do when they split it up to like the festival and the parade or just when it was all together? I only go to the parade. Okay, I, I'm not a big party person. And I just it's bad enough during like the, the parade still that it's like this is the end of it. And you niggas are still wilding. I don't want to see the first <laughs> couple of days of this. I have no interest. I've had people like ask me like walk up to me in an alley like I stepped away to like because I was overwhelmed, so I stepped away to take a, a a deep breath and calm myself down. And these two white bitches walked up behind me asking if I sold Molly. Like this shit is just—it's out of hand. Niggas is wearing like their asses is out, and everybody's touching on each other and humping on each other and fucking and sucking and fucking in windows on top of like the the people who like live in that area. I was like, as, as some an adult, wild. <laughs> I have seen some wild, outlandish shit. And it's like, if that's what y'all want to do, by all... I literally don't give a fuck. But because I don't want to be around it, I just don't go. (laughs) If one year I'm like, you know what? You know, fuck it. Like, this year is going to be in October in Chicago. It was supposed to be in June. It was technically, it was the, it was supposed to be the weekend that I'm leaving. June 19th or something like that was around the weekend it was supposed to be. And it's then, always in June, yeah. 
Yeah, but I guess because of all the regulations and everything uh-huh. else, just because it's such a big event, uh-huh. uh, they're, I guess they're pushing for more people to be vaccinated. And as I guess as I an incentive, going, but... Uh, period. <laughs> but like, I would be more inclined because like, I could imagine like everybody, like it'll probably be a little bit on the cooler It'll side. It'll be hella cold in October. Like people will be more dressed up. Like I could see it being more, like I could see it being a cute thing versus... Wild. Maybe people won't be, th- I mean, they're still going to do it, but like maybe it'll be a little bit on the milder side because it won't be, people, you won't be too inclined to be butt ass naked mm-hmm. in 50 degree weather. So, <laughs> like that is a commitment. <laughs> like all day, you can go six plus hours in this shit, bitch. All right. We'll see. Oof. You'll be in somebody's target buying all that ugly shit, trying to keep yourself warm. Um. So yes, we are talking all things gay today. Um, I guess to go just to end that one real quick. Um, Pride, I'll say Pride, like the the celebration. It's for it's whatever whoever's going, whatever they want it to be. That's that's their whole Pride thing. Like me, I just like going to hang out with my friends and like seeing everybody. I'm a huge like party person, so I just love going there and stuff like that. Um, I went with my sister for the first time three years ago, two, three years ago. Um, so that was fun. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but I feel like it shouldn't be demonized because just like any, not that pride is an adult thing, but there's gonna be a lot of drinking. There's a lot of adults there. So you should expect, you should expect to see people specifically things. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Ooh, but I love going to the beach afterwards because there's there's I don't know which beach it is, but it's where all the black people Hollywood. go. Oh, um, oh, you know what? It's funny. It's oh, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because we're that... just niggas. Mm-hmm. I I went mm-hmm. once on accident because we were walking through it to get to it's the, the beach. same way like you're going but then the black people just kind of go they one j- way oh, yes and i was just like oh i love going to that part. i was like oh this is a i just was not mentally prepared for it so just like like looking around and all of a sudden it's there i was like oh my god <laughs> but it's so funny because like how do i how do i say this delicately <laughs> it's <laughs> niggas uh the niggas of niggas and the way that they act at pride is very different way <laughs> different so even for me i was like woo, okay <laughs> and the only thing these being is this is a different kind of nigga me being light-skinned a lot of the you older, are prey a lot ugh. You are praying. <laughs> Ain't nobody looking at me, and I'd be grateful. I don't. I try. I don't even want to make eye contact. Don't look at me. And I'm really nice, so I'm just trying to like talk to people. And a lot of the older, a lot of the older guys see me. I don't like that you said I'm praying, but <laughs> they see me and they're mm-hmm. like, "Let me holler at you." They're bold. Oh, they bold. will say whatever they need to. My face usually says "fuck off." <laughs> you look at you right now. <laughs> Maybe I should go with like, you. Please, please speak to me. Make my day. But besides that, it's great because people just start setting up. They get like their little grills out, and it's just party, party, party. It is nigga city. Uh, that's the one thing I do miss. That was I think that was the last time that I went. And I was like, okay. <laughs> 
Literally, you said, I don't know what beach. And I was, I just thought Hollywood be- Beach because I know that's where uh-huh. all the gays go. But then you said all the black folks. And I was like, oh my God, I completely forgot that this is that this existed. Mm-hmm. That shit is, it's aggressive. Mm. That's That's the best way to put it. Yeah, it could be a little overwhelming. Very. <laughs> and I think it was so overwhelming for me just because there was so much already going on on the white side. They were like, oh, let's go to the beach super quick. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And it just was not anything that I ever expected to experience that day. And I was so caught off guard. And it's like, usually to be around these kind of niggas, I need to be prepared. And it's too many of y'all at once. Mm -hmm. I was glad I was with my friends because, again, I'm light-skinned. I have a little tan. I have my hair. And usually, I just might be a little half-naked. So it's just easy pickings, they think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure you get touched. <laughs> Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on. Traumatizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep your mace on you. This is why I carry a knife. And I don't blame you. <laughs> if I knew the people was looking at me, I would too. Yeah, it's never been anything where I was like, um, where I felt unsafe. It was just more like awkward and like... It has happened to me to where I felt unsafe. Uh oh. No, and that's the thing where it's like, um people are just feeling bold, I think, because it is pride. I don't know why they think that because it's pride that they can do more, <laughs> they can get away with more. Because white and gay. Anyway, those are usually the ones. So I you already know I like to kind of go through the list. Mm-hmm. So we're just gonna go. I figured. Okay. <laughs> So that's why I told you to go ahead and lead because I knew that whatever you had in your mind, we needed to stick to. Um, the first bullet point, which oh, you're the one that put all the stars, says, How did my parents not in capitals know I was gay? So, did you want to do your story? I mean, I can. Um, I don't know, I just feel like it was very obvious. I wasn't like anticlimactic, yeah. Like, I think. Once it got down towards the end, everyone was just like, this might be what it is. Mm. Like, we've gone through all the other scenarios, and clearly those are wrong. So maybe this might be what his problem is. And problem as in, like, I because I couldn't express it, that I was, like, angry all the time. So it's just like, maybe this might be what it is, and maybe, like, you might need to be prepared. This is a talk that's coming soon. Like, my stepmother warned, like, warned. Wow. Trauma. My stepmother <laughs> prepared <laughs> my father. Like, I think, because she, she knew early. There was, the, the dead giveaway, I think, is I, um... Right around, I knew that I was gay for, oh, wow, again, trauma, because I'm not even gay. I am queer. I'm just so used to telling this story that it's just coming out like a script. I'm <laughs> um, talk about that later, too. Whew, I, already, I always knew that I, that, I, that I was not straight. Okay, there you go. Best way I could put it. I always knew that I was not straight. And um, just growing up black... It's always if you don't like girls and only cis girls, you are gay. So I just always said, well, I'm gay. So there's so I remember, many layers when you're I, a POC. Yes. I, I remember in kindergarten thinking like, 
like laying down for like nap time and thinking like, oh, he's really cute. <gasps> and Me like, too. Mm-hmm. Since I was so little. Exactly. But I I've always, I've al- I always knew, but because I knew, it was like, I know that just through things that I see that this is something that I don't need to tell anyone, which was part of why same same thing mm -hmm, (laughs) which is a part of my trauma because like my mom like to this day is always like well you could have told me like you like i wish i would have you had yeah like you talked about this it's like if yeah but if i felt safe doing it then i would have and i didn't because i didn't so here we are (laughs) exactly like this nothing that we can change but like because i always knew i never really wanted to try and do it's just cash he's sleeping mm-hmm. he oh. snores he's just old um i knew that it was just like okay i don't really want to do any of this hetero stuff like because a lot of my my family is very family oriented mm-hmm. so it's like all of the and because <laughs> it's so funny we went through like a period of everyone only had girls so I have a lot of like aunts and older like women, like who are all my cousins, because it was like everyone just had a bunch of girls and then all of the girls had nothing but boys. And now people are starting to have girls again. And I always said, <laughs> I, rotate. <laughs> yes, it's so strange. Like, it's just how my family works. Like once it was like Morgan came and then Sugar Plum got, it was just like, okay, great. Now we're starting to get consecutive girls again. But everyone, my mom, boys, my uh, uncle, three boys, my cousin, my aunt, two boys, my cousin, two boys. Like everyone just has boys. So, um, I just always knew that there was no way I was going to be able to not do quote unquote straight shit. Mm -hmm. Like I was always going to have to be sporty, even though I didn't really want to. And so I would play the ones that like, I didn't care like basketball. Uh, so again, because there were so many boys, they were like, okay, well let's get all the boys together. And like, because my family has always been so tight. It's like, let's help them bond and like, have them all do stuff together. So like home and square. Do you remember where that is? Mm-hmm. Um, so like right when they had built that big facility over there in home and square, they had us enrolled in all the sports. And then at Garfield park, I was there for after school. So like when I was at Providence St. Mel, I would, um, I would go there and then I would go to this after school thing. And then because they were both tied together, like, it was this whole thing. So it was like, I was always enrolled in different sports that I didn't really want to do. And I, I got to a point where it was just like, I don't want to do basketball ever again. I hate it. I get that y'all keep trying to make me do it. It's not for me. I don't want to do any of this. Like what I wanted to do was like gymnastics and like all those other like different things. Like I wanted to play guitar. I wanted to do like, and I kept voicing those. Like guitar was a thing that I kept voicing. But like a lot of the things that I wanted to do was just like, I am a black boy they're going to even if i didn't think that i was gay they're going to think that i'm gay and that's going to make this very uncomfortable because i know that i do like boys so i'm just gonna play basketball for a year and let it be and just the next once it's done just be like that was it you got your year i did it you've been appeased leave me alone (laughs) 
And that's, I've been like that my, I think that's why I'm so stuck in that mode of like, even if I don't really want to do it, we did it. Don't ever ask me again. I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> or in 10 years, every, every decade, you'll get one of these and that's it. But, um, I don't know. I just, it got to a point where like, like my stepmom knew because I was very into, I was expressing myself in Alabama because it was a new experience. I wasn't really, um, around people that I knew. So I was able to kind of like try different things and like think like dress different ways. And <laughs> I remember I was watching Cher, her farewell concert. And like You and Cher. I love Cher. <laughs> I have it on DVD, but I was watching it at my dad's house and she saw, and I think that's how she knew. And so she was slowly starting to bring up stuff about pride and like, oh, have you ever heard about, she was the one who introduced me to RuPaul's Drag Race. That's the funny shit. <laughs> She's like, have you ever heard of uh, Drag Race? And I was like, girl, didn't you just ask me about pride? Why would I be interested in race cars? Girl, no. I had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> I had no clue who RuPaul... I mean, I knew who RuPaul was, but I didn't know about the show. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's the one who introduced me to it. And so she's the one who told my dad, like, I think this is what might might be going on. And then my mom ended up... I went after I came out to my mom, which... Funny, I think we kind of dipped dip into the story before. I remember before. this vaguely because you talked about both experiences, what it mm-hmm. was like for them. Yeah, so my mom had a tough time with it. My dad, I think because my stepmom had already talked to him and then because he was at that point of being like, I just, I not like trying not to really rock the boat. Because, <laughs> um, so basically I, the day that I came out to my mom, God, it was so, I was at my gayest. I don't know why I was at home, but I wasn't at school this day. And my mom was at work and um, I texted her and I was like, hey, just when you come home, I want to talk to you. That was it. And she was like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I just want to, I'm just letting you know that when you get home, I want to talk to you. There was like nothing dramatic or anything. So I'm in the house, I'm cleaning, like I'm cleaning my fish tank, I'm listening to the Spice Girls, like I'm in it. And when I say like, my mom started listening to country music because I was blasting, so I listened to everything in high school. So like, I'm in the house living my gayest fucking life, and all of a sudden, (laughs) I hear like, the door close, I was like, the fuck like she does not get home until like five o'clock what is who was walking in the front door you had her worried she was unbeknownst to or unbeknownst to me i don't really remember if she knew at this time but at that point she was pregnant so her just hormonal anyway so she was so because she, I guess she knew what it was and she was just so emotional she couldn't stay at work she had to come home she got her she was, worked up. She was like, we have to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it took her a while to process. And the only reason, honestly, that I came out was because um, my, I mean, I had a boyfriend before him, but I don't claim him as my boyfriend. It's a whole thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> the 
the boy that I was prepared to come out for. It was just like, you know, I don't want to have to hide you. I don't want you to have to feel like you're a secret. So like, I'm prepared to have this conversation just so that there's nothing to hide and I can live my life and not be uncomfortable. Um, And I was like, are you prepared to be in a relationship? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, cool. So that's when I was like, hey, so whenever you're ready, I need need to talk to you just to let you know, hey, just put you up on game and good for you. And she was all over the place. And then she told my dad. You told her first to him first. I told her because my dad and I were in a weird place up until like the middle of the pandemic. Okay. Um, So, um, and I lived with my mom. We were in in a completely different state. So it's like, I can tell him whenever because I don't live with him. So how he feels means nothing because Mm -hmm. it's, if he doesn't give you money, I mean, I hope you figure it out, but I'm I'm your child. Like I'm the child (laughs) in this scenario. So y'all got to figure it out however you Uh need to. So she told him and then he randomly was just like, I'm going to come up there for the weekend. And I was like, I knew at that point. I was like, bitch. And then the whole time he was he was there, he kept just talking about like, oh, do you have any gay friends and blah, blah, blah. And I was in the car like. You kept going around it. Fuck, that's what this shit is. Like, I knew that's what the fuck this shit was. And then we ended up having a conversation and he was just like, well, you know, whatever makes you happy is fine with me. And I was like, okay. And then we went about our business. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Mine was the opposite. <laughs> yeah. That's why I want it to went fight your dad. way easier with my mother than it did with my father. Um, again, with being a person of color, there's layers. It's not just about being gay, I guess you can say, or, or LGBTQ. Um, for me specifically, I knew just like you did so crazy. I knew, but, like, I didn't know because I was so young. I, mm-hmm. I didn't have, I guess, like, a word for it or whatever. I knew I liked boys. I was kissing boys in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> you were like, yes, give it to me. Mm. And that's the thing that for a while. Hussy. For, anyways, for a while, <laughs> um, the whole being born gay versus deciding it, I was so, I was against being born gay just because i just didn't like it had a negative connotation to me for some reason i don't know why um but then i was like it makes sense because you've always liked boys i don't know but um being the firstborn and not only that the firstborn son i had that pressure Mm -hmm. b it was like i had my father's name um and then he was very macho and stuff like that so it was kind of like you where there was stuff my parents were never that's a lie. My father was actively like homophobic. Like, <laughs> so I knew from a young age then. Don't tell that nigga. But besides that, I guess stuff, just stuff that they would say or stuff that they would do that I had seen. I was like, okay, so this is like wrong. It was always wrong. So I was like, damn it. So it was always a secret, always a secret. Mm-hmm. But stuff would always come back to them because I would always try to say stuff at school to like either my friends or something. And then the teacher would tell my parents, blah, blah. So one time was in probably first or second grade. I don't know why. <laughs> I told a, a friend of mine that I had a dream that I had a sex with a boy. And it went back to the teacher. And the teacher told my parents. 
the first thing that my mom was concerned about is like, she's like, how do you know what sex is? And why are you having sex with a boy? And I was, I had a breakdown. So I was like, I don't know. Like, I was like, it's just what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I had several breakdowns because I was just like, I don't know why I have these feelings or why I feel this way. I just do. Um, and then another time was in fifth grade. I told this girl that I wanted to kiss this boy. His name was Buddy. And <laughs> listen, this is what it's like going up in the suburbs. Buddy. <laughs> And then I remember the teacher was like, "You ha- you wanna you wanted to kiss him?" I said, "No, who said that?" <laughs> <laughs> and then it went back to my mom. And then in eighth grade, I was dating this boy named Ryan, and everybody in the yearbook at the end of the year was like, "You guys make a cute couple," blah blah blah. And I was so afraid to bring that yearbook home, <laughs> but my mom wanted to see it, and I was like, "Fuck, fuck, 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 fuck." So then I go home. And I'm like, here you go. And she's looking through everything. And I'm like, Lord, please, just something. I wanted to flip over a pan or something. And she gets to the end and she sees that. She's like, what's this? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I would always try to play dub. <laughs> so, it's me. <laughs> she's like, but it says your name. I'm Those like, darn kids. <laughs> I was like, they I- say the darnest <laughs> thing. Um, and another time was um, when when I started going into puberty. And I actually don't know how I discovered porn. I think I just did like, I probably just Googled like two guys kissing or two guys having sex or something. And then it just kind of went from there. But I didn't know how to delete my history at the time and stuff like that. And it was on my mom's like, um, what is it called? Like the desktop. Mm-hmm. The family desktop. Yeah. So <laughs> I would wait at night till she's sleeping yep. to go or try mm-hmm. to look at stuff. And then uh, my dumbass would either leave it open or just forget that you could just go in the history and then I remember my mom one day, she said, come over here. Okay. I just want to show you something. So she told me to sit down on the computer. And as soon as she told me to sit down on the computer, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> she said, open up the internet. She said, go to history. I said, oh, no. <laughs> and it was, I think it's called like Falcon Studios or something like that. She's like, how did you get here? I was like, Google. I was like, my friend told me to go on and then we could like play games or something. She said, what? I thought it was Capcom. <laughs> She's like, you've been doing this for like three weeks now. I don't know. I was just, it was a lot of I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so as they got older, I knew, I think, I don't know what age I knew, like I was gay. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I cannot tell my parents. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> when I'm out in the world, yes, I am. When I'm at home, no, no I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> And they would always you saw me if you saw me at Pride. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, and they would both of them would always check in very randomly, just be like, "Are you gay? Do you think you're gay?" And I'm like, Mm-mm. "No, nope." <laughs> Even after all this other stuff that was said, yes, he is. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Your whole life has said yes. <laughs> Everybody, everything is saying yes, and I'm like, no, no, never no. heard of that. Um, and it just sucks that it it came from a place of like fear and a place uh, of. Uh, uh, I mean it. It, which is most of, most of the time I feel like that's a lot I'm trying of not to I'm trying not to dig into them but trauma yes oh. mm-hmm. well yes but I'm trying to be nice <laughs> but okay so again he um he was very actively like homophobic so that's why I was like I definitely cannot tell him because I was afraid he's gonna disown me I was afraid I was gonna get my ass beat I was just afraid so I was like Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So then I told my mom when I was 16, I had to sit down with her 
And it was very just like, she was like, okay. Cause she's like, she'd been new. She was just waiting for me to tell her. <laughs> um, and she said that she knew from a young age for me and everything like that. And um, because she knew how my father was too, she would try not to ask or anything like that. Or she didn't want to encourage me, I guess, maybe for my safety mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So she would just like not even t- not even not talk about it or anything. And then with my father, I think I talked about this. I was terrified. You We've know. talked about the MySpace. Oh God, I forgot about that. I got my mm-hmm. ass beat for that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> um, oh, I miss MySpace sometimes. But I didn't. Uh, there was no other like gay people or anything that I, I was just trying to find other people to like communicate with or just be around and stuff like that. But my father was just like, no, 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 no. Like there was. Um, it was like an art show or something like that, and he had you avoiding like the obvious. It was. Gay. We had it. We had a New Year's Eve at my church. Yes, we, we that's been, what it we was. We have been doing it for a couple years now, and it's a thing where it would just be and stuff like that. And one of the people brought their cousin. First of all, I was like 15, 16. This was a grown ass man, but just the fact that he was gay, my father did everything like, in oh, his oh, power no. to make sure <laughs> not we were in not Let's in go. the same room. <laughs> If he was there, my father would make sure he would be by the door, just making sure. If I happened to be in the room first and the person came in, my father would get me out. I caught on to what he was doing like very early and I was like, this is so ridiculous. Um, But when I told my father, the original conversation was me and my brother didn't want to spend time with him anymore. Um, I was 17 and he was 16, I think. So we had that conversation and he was just like, Lily, y'all got to see me till you're 18. Um, and I was like, no, we don't. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna be 18 this Legally, year. You got to take care of me until yeah. I'm 18. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna have, have to, to be. See you. <laughs> I told my brother, sorry, I'm a year older than you. I'm about to be done quicker. <laughs> I'm almost out. Good luck. Uh, but so then it was at, it was in our room. I can remember this vividly. My mom does too. So then, uh, she knew that I wanted to tell him. So she had my brother leave and it was like, where you are is where, um, I was. And then my father was here and she was here. No, I'm sorry. She was in the middle because my mom's like, just in case he reacts, I want to be able to <laughs> just stop him. <laughs> so before I even said anything, I started breaking down. That's how like scared I was. I was like hyperventilating, like barely getting my words out. And I remember I was telling him, like, I've been feeling this way for the longest time. And like, I knew that he knew. For the while, too, he just didn't want to because he did the same thing. He put me in basketball camp. He did boxing. He did every single sport under mm-hmm. the sun. Everything manly. Just because for some reason he thought that that would be... I was like, basketball camp, all boys? You're helping me out. I, oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. Like, that was a fear for me because my mom <clears throat> enrolled me at one point in an all-boys school. And, like, I tried to pretend like I didn't want to do it because I was like, because, like, there, no, there won't be any girls. Like, that's going to suck. But, like, my biggest fear was just, like... What if I end up having a crush on someone I go to school with? Like, that is going to be, like, you're now thrusting me into, like, (laughs) do you like boys or not? Is it dick for life? Like, is this going to be you? It's now or never. And I was so afraid of that shit. Um, And there was one point in seventh grade, I he had temporary um, uh, full custody. Ew. I felt my mom literally signed me away for a little bit. They took, they signed me away at a little currency exchange. Um, and I lived with him very briefly. He took me to like a, a it wasn't a Catholic school, but it was a, like a Christian school with uniform and everything. I didn't last long there. 
I got in trouble for flashing somebody, supposedly. I don't remember this. And then I went back to my regular school. And I was like, woo, hey, guys, I'm back. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I told him, I was just saying, like, um, I've known for the longest, but I've been afraid to tell you because the for from what you have said about other people and stuff like that, that's all that you focus on is if I'm gay, nothing else matters because mm-hmm. I was doing really good in school and I was telling them, everybody always tells you how I'm a good kid and blah, 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 all this other stuff under the sun. Um, but none of that matters. And I was like, you would rather me be straight and a drug dealer. But as long as I'm straight, it's That's okay. All that That's all that he cares about. And I'm like crying and everything saying this. And I would look up periodically, like look at him, look at her, like mom please if this man moves (laughs) jump um and he just has like this straight face almost um he wasn't listening that's what that's how i perceived it as Mm -hmm. was just going in one ear out the other yeah um and then as soon as i was done talking he just looks at my mom and he says that like um that something's wrong with me and stuff like that and then i just broke down And then my mom told me to get out the room. And then my stepdad was like comforting me and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then my father leaves. And normally he would say like, bye, I love you guys, blah. But he didn't say nothing. So then I was like, damn, this is it, huh? So then me and my mom, my brother are all crying. But then he comes back 10 minutes later. And he's like, I love you. And then he does a little prayer for us because my father is a Christian man. (laughs) And then from that point on, we had never, and even to this day, uh, we still don't talk about he says this lifestyle. Um, he does not know about Joseph. He's never known about any of my relationships. Um, I don't even think he's ever known if I've ever been in a relationship with a dude. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I think I talked about when he just randomly apologized. Um, unwarranted, just... <laughs> He apologized for how he treated me and stuff like that. And he said he was sorry and stuff like that. And that meant a lot to me. I had let it go. Like, I wasn't expecting anything from him. I would That would help me let it go. But it would still be fuck you for the rest oh. of my life. I had, I had accepted that he wasn't going to accept me, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. But even though I know, like, you, you always, you don't like him. And a lot of people do not like him. But me personally, <laughs> I was just like, he's still... <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day he is just like thrusted into my like into my life on just coincidence, and, and I have like to my wedding immediately, day, immediately compose myself. <laughs> so even through all this time, I had not that I had already forgiven him, but I was just like, "You're my father. I still love you. Like I still want you in my life or whatever." So we're just gonna tiptoe around this, I guess, or whatever. I was just trying to make it work and stuff like that. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> yes, even after everything this man put me through, I... I'm not even thinking about your... your mm. <laughs> but... I'm not thinking about your sperm donor in, uh, like specifically. I'm just thinking about <clears throat> me and knowing how I am. I cut people off for the darnest things. In the beginning of my relationship with Joseph, I did apologize because he had lived so close to my father um, and we had started living together and stuff. And I was like, listen, I'm apologizing in advance. But if me and you are out in public and we happen to see my father, 
we're not together. Just because I was afraid, I was more afraid of how what my father might do to him. Um, but then after, I think after like a year and a half, I was just like, I don't really care, whatever. I'll fight my father if I have to. I don't want to, but I will. And I will beat you. <laughs> um, so that's where I'm at now, where my biggest concern also was I didn't want him to um, cut me off from my sisters. Mm-hmm. So I would always try to be careful about what I would wear, what I would watch, what I would do, blah, blah, blah around him and around them just because I don't want them to ask questions. And then I was like, got to keep the peace around here. Um, So that's another struggle, I guess. It's um, keeping the peace for the family. It's, it's something that is, should not be my responsibility. I didn't come out to my family. Oh, my, 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 um, what's it called? My, uh, what is that? What is your aunt and uncle called your external extended family? My extended family. I didn't care about them. I was like, yeah so what like whatever or with <laughs> being hispanic it don't come to y'all at some point anyway exactly <laughs> my, i mean my mom told pretty much everybody uh the only the one the only one she didn't tell and the only one i was really afraid of telling was my grandmother uh-huh. just because my grandma is so christian <laughs> she is the only radio station she listens to is the gospel station Kayla. like i've i remember i heard her singing aretha franklin Maybe a couple of years ago, maybe like within the last four or five years, I heard her sing a song that wasn't a gospel song, and I was blown away. Like, I was so shocked. And the first time I heard her cuss was at Thanksgiving, and I was like, please say it again. Like, (laughs) and she was dying, and I was like, no, seriously, please. Like, I've waited all of my years. Please, it feels so good to my soul. It's Thanksgiving. Please give it to me one more time. Really? Like, Not even like old school, like soul music she or nothing? only ever listened to, she was at, she's on the Usher board. Like my grandmother she's is a devout Christian a, woman. A devout Christian <laughs> woman. You hear mm. me? So I was just like, she is going to oh, just. I didn't even think about that. She growing up Christian, to, that was a whole nother thing. Oh, my I was going straight to God. hell. I knew I was going. That's why I've been like, okay, and with gasoline draws, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but um, I remember I told her after I got back here, I was like, this is when like I had just got back from college and I was already in the depths of my fucking despair, and. I was just like, I don't want to tell you, but like, I can't, I feel like I can't move forward until I at least get it out because I don't, I feel uncomfortable being around you. And I like came over to her house one day and I was, I remember I was crying the whole time getting to her house. And then I got to her house and I was trying to compose myself and we were standing outside in front of her house talking in the, in the front yard and like she said, hey, and I started bawling. And she was like, what is wrong? And I was like, I just can't do this. And she was like, is all of this because you're gay? And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was so caught up. And she was like, yeah, I'm aware you're gay. Simone is gay. This person's gay. What is the, we know, it's okay. And then like, I remember shortly after that something was going on with my car and my grandfather just paid to get it fixed he was like oh yeah it was like 300 dollars, so i just took it to the the place around the corner had them fixed i love you i'll do whatever i need to and i was like you've never told me that i was at work and i just started crying i was just <laughs> like i can't take a this. but so like 
I like I never really came out to anyone outside of like my mom and my grandmother. Like everyone else. Literally, Brandon just showed up at the <laughs> he just showed up one day. <laughs> well, he came around um the fourth of July, so we uh-huh. always do something for the holiday. Uh-huh. So he was there and I didn't <clears throat> say anything to anyone. He was just I was like, if I didn't even really introduce him, I was just like, hey, this is Brandon. Great. And then that was it. And everybody was just like, so you not going, you just not, you just going to bring this nigga in and you're not going to introduce him. And I was just like, yeah, I didn't because I didn't think that it, I needed to be like, oh, this is my boyfriend. Uh-huh. Y'all are all aware of what's going on. So if you would like to talk to him, come over here and ask us questions. But if not... I'm going to let him feel out the room and stick by me. And until he's ready, I felt no need to have to introduce him to any of y'all because this is who I am. Joseph is the first, um, my first partner that I've had be around my like aunts and uncles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I'm almost 27. This is, this is brand new for me. <laughs> that's, and that's a thing. Oh, that's another note for us. Like, like, especially like queer people i don't want to discredit white people but it's not about y'all still um (laughs) (laughs) but like we just get such a late start in life because as i want to say our generation got a later start in life and like it's getting a little bit better for the for the youngers and i am oof i'm so happy for them Mm -hmm. because they don't have to go through the same trauma that we fucking had to but like we don't get to experience all this other stuff. Like, I got lucky. Like, I took my boyfriend at the time to prom my junior year. And so I didn't go to my senior year because it was like, I'm not dating anybody. I don't really want to go to prom. Like, I've done it once before and it wasn't all that. So I see no reason to do it again. My friends were trying. And I said, girl, cute. No. So I was like, I went to prom with a boy. I got it out. I'm great. I don't need nothing else. And so, I don't know. I just feel like we just don't get to do all the things that straight people get to do. We don't get to have, we didn't get to have as many boyfriends. Like, I got lucky. Like, my mom, it took her a second to, like, process. Mm -hmm. But, like, after she processed, I had, like, boyfriends that slept over. Like, even if she didn't like it, like, (laughs) she would be like, it's been three weeks, needs to go home. (laughs) <laughs> like, I always had boyfriends that slept over. She always let my boyfriends even come over during the days. Like, it was literally just like, keep your door cracked. Your door doesn't need to be closed. Just keep your door cracked. But I don't care what's going I on in that room. That. <laughs> like, my mom was very accepting. She was, it was like, and it was in Alabama. And she, it's so most of them were white. So she had to be really accepting because it was all, it was slim pickings for, <laughs> there were three, no, there were four black queer kids in the school one i had a crush on but he was older than me and so we were just friends like he knew but it was just like there's not you're younger than me i'm not it was like a year but he was very like it's not happening oh, man, i was always getting the that and like he was he's into like mask oh, and i was Lord. exactly so like i knew that that wasn't going anywhere the other one, like, I think he knew that I had a crush on him, but it was just like, we're better off as friends because it's clearly just not, you clearly like white boys, so it's not going to go anywhere. And then the only other one that I knew of, he was just not my type. So it was just like, 
the only choices I have are the white ones. So I just had to white, like white boys. But <laughs> take your pick. Because <laughs> those were around. Like those, I had options. Like, okay, there's different variants of white boy here. And it was wow. country. So I got Me to choose. It was, it was different. I was in the suburbs. Exactly. It, it wasn't the same. Oh my God. But like, I don't know. I just, mm. I got to a point where it was just like, you know, this is clearly who I'm with. So if you want to ask questions, you do. If not, we gonna be over here in the corner eating. Yeah, because I think one of the there. things was, um, I I I don't want to say I feel bad, but I do feel bad because there's people even that are like well into like maybe thirties, forties, maybe they have a whole family, but I think because of just um, just They're always so getting afraid. that message of. You can't be gay or blah 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 blah. That they just they lived a, a life of lies their whole time, like the whole time, and it's just like and it's not fair to them, and it's not fair to the family. But it's not the it's not it's not this person's fault. Donnie McClurkin, have Who? you seen that video? Don the gospel singer. He is it again with Christianity. He is so he. There's a video. And I remember I watched it on Twitter one day and I was like, this is the saddest thing I have ever seen in my life. Like he expresses the fact of like wanting a family and wanting to be a father. But like the only way that he could do it would be to be with a woman. And because in order to have a kid, you have to be a masculine man and because he can't do that because of his faith that he has just accepted that he will never have a family. He will never have anyone to go to sleep next to. He's missed the opportunity to really have that in his life. It's literally just like, I know that I am queer and my faith is so strong and I'm so steadfast in this religion that I am accepting that I will never be happy ever in my life. And I'm going to die that way. And I'm okay with that because I have God in my life. And I could never in my life see myself being so devout to something that I would just close myself off to even experiencing the happiness. Like I'm sure he may have had he may have, you know, dipped his toe in the pond. I'm sure he has. But it's just like, damn, like, you can't even accept the fact that you can have a family with another man. Like, it's okay for two men. Usually the ones raised by two men grow up a little bit better than the ones who raised by a, a man and a woman, quote unquote. So, like, it's it's totally okay and should be acceptable by your God, considering that you are made by him in his image. So you are him. You are a God. So you are of him. What's the problem? Why can't you just be with your fuck that nigga and be happy? <laughs> like, yeah, it just took do me, it. Um, I was not accepting of myself completely until about 23 because i think i came back here when i was 24 i came back when i was 21 
Um, I think because I was in Kansas City and blind, I came back. So because of Christianity, mm-hmm. because I had grown up Christian my whole life and I was going to hell and blah, 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 blah. So then I took a step back from it, from Christianity for a second. And then as an adult, I was like, I just want to at least experience it as an adult through like almost an unfiltered lens. Let me go to my own church. Let me just see. That was me. So then I tried it off for a little bit. in high school. And I remember I had coming out to that church and blah, blah, and they were really cool. It was really great. Um, but then because all these like books and stuff that I was reading were still saying that being gay was a sin and being mm-hmm. gay was wrong, I was just having an internal battle of of um when I die I'm going to hell and what I'm doing is wrong and if I do a million good things like it does it was just a, a internal battle thing where uh publicly I guess I was okay but when I was at home I was just like I hated myself basically mm-hmm. so then I just had to relatable content I had to um I don't consider myself atheist I just am not a Christian I don't consider myself Christian anymore I'm spiritual I'm um what's the word hold on agnostic i think is the term i believe in something but just not god not not the christian god i'll Uh say because that's the white man's god um because i had to let that go otherwise i was just gonna just have this my whole life we'll get to that on another episode yeah so then 23 is when i was like that's it i am a free i remember letting that go it was honestly around college just because i was in a state all by myself. I was in Florida. Kansas City. I was I was in Miami. So mm-hmm. the gayest of one of the gayest areas. And no family. Just literally living it up. I had there was nobody that I knew except the people that I met at orientation. So I was just able to try different things and dip my toe into different ponds and really kind of experience being my own person without that like tie to family that's part of why i was so happy to leave chicago when we did because it was like okay great i don't need to try and like be any kind of way because the only people that like i know that my mom's gonna be okay with me no matter what like i knew like i was more afraid of like how long the process of her like accepting it was gonna take more than me telling her like i like she had queer friends like i knew that she was okay with queerness so it wasn't that i was like afraid of being disowned she was gonna kick me out it was more of that's why i was just like you know hey when you get home i want to talk like it wasn't a like whole like scene and like really dramatic it was just like i I just want to have a conversation so that we're on the same page and you understand what's going on because it's like all right i'm ready to accept that you're gonna need some time and that was really it. So, I mean, I really just want to push for like, do it when you feel that you are ready. And in the case that you may be put into the worst case scenario, just make sure that you are prepared to be in that worst case scenario. Like if you're, if you know that there is a chance that you're the person, the people that you are living with, may say that this you need to leave just make sure that you have somewhere to go Mm -hmm. or if you've been working that you are at least prepared to live on your own because i just don't go into it on blind faith (laughs) and being like either you gonna keep me or you're not because i don't want anyone out here houseless and struggling like make, make sure you're still taken care of but 
you know, be oh. be safe. But I definitely don't want my kid to have to feel like they have to come out. My message was for parents where don't say that you're okay with gay people, bi people, trans people, anybody that's not straight. But then if your child happens to say, hey, um, I'm gay, hey, I'm trans, and then just flip the script. Exactly. Because that's the thing that I feel like a lot of parents are hypocrites, where as long as it's not in their home, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> but the minute it does... They're like, well, bitch, wait a minute. Because <laughs> that is... I said I liked it. I, <laughs> I didn't say in here. I don't want it. So don't be a hypocrite. Please, 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 please. And... Um, I'm going to go... Oh, super quick. Um, just don't. Your child should a hundred percent feel comfortable to talk to you. Should feel comfortable to um, tell you that. Um, and to go off on a slight tangent, I do not like that gay people constantly have. I'm sorry, not just gay people. LGBTQ people have to constantly come out. Um, I think it was. Um, what's that movie? Um. Is it Dear Simon? Is that with the gay boy? Is that the movie? I think so. Where they made fun of it, where the people are coming out as straight, you know? Yeah, and I think there's also like a, there's a Hulu version. It's not, it's a Hulu or Netflix. It's like the same thing, but not the cast from the movie. Yeah. Um, Because I don't understand why that was a thing. Me Um, either. Because growing up, whenever I would say that I was, I was gay, it was like a whole thing. For whatever reason, yeah, I was very strategic with the with the 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 wordings of of things. Like, I didn't want people calling me girl because it was like, I know that you're calling me girl because it's a passive thing for homosexuality, and I'm not your girl. So, like, I was, I think that was the only time in my life where it was just like, don't call me girl, don't call me girlfriend, don't treat me like anything like a girl because I knew that it wasn't like. It wasn't like it is with another person, like another queer person where it's like, hey, girl, it's you are equating me liking boys to me being a girl and I'm not a girl. I just like cis boys. I hated getting asked if I have a girlfriend because I knew the second I said no. <laughs> I hated the, the, are you the, who's, who's the girl and who's the boy? Oh, I hated that growing up. We are both. Bitch. I, 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 I got. <laughs> I remember I was probably around 16 or 17 where like whenever people would ask me that question, I was already at that point of being like, we are both boys. So both of us, we are both the boys. Yeah. And then there was no boy or a girl. It's two boys. 18, 19. Then people started asking me if I was a top or bottom. And I was like, that is none None of your business. None of your business. That is incredibly invasive. And you're basically just trying to equate me to something that you feel is feminine to know if I'm a girl or the boy. It's just hypersexualizing me being gay for no reason Mm -hmm. at all. I just need to know who's the boy. It's just knowing who's submissive and who's dominant because of how they feel that relationship what top should be or what and because the man blah, blah, should be blah, blah, mm-hmm. it's all rooted into trying to still equate who's a boy and who's a girl and now they want it it's never gonna be uh, that yeah. so you don't need to know anything i didn't think this episode was gonna be our story <laughs> i thought it was gonna be more stuff but hey we we got to we got to talking about stuff um so yes like like aj had said um if you're listening and you are wanting to come out to certain people um i hope you can do it in a um safe environment Mm -hmm. and that if 
shit hits the fan, you at least have a safety net. Um, and then my message for parents is please, please, please don't be a hypocrite. Please, please, please don't be a hypocrite. And that's all I got. Take care of your kids. No matter what, they didn't ask to be here. Exactly. That is that is the main takeaway. <laughs> I mean, it's always, I know I say fuck them kids because truly fuck them kids, but they did not ask to be here. You made that decision. And they're coming to you for like guidance and support because they, you You're know more than they do. You brought them here. You are the person that they go to. You are the parent. You always say, well, I'm the parent. Okay, we'll be the parent. Some of y'all not meant to be parents. Mm. <laughs> because some of y'all think that babies are cute, but you, babies grow up. You can't take them back. Can't shove them back up there either. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. I hope this was a questions. very, yeah. I hope this was a very um, enlightening episode for y'all. Guess y'all know more about I us. I hope this was um, provided maybe some kind of comfort for some of y'all or reassurance or something. Um, if you want to talk, you can hit me up or hit him up, hit us up. Who said that? Oh, never mind. Don't come. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> His DMs are closed. And I just may not see it for a while. Just know <laughs> that like you're shooting it into the void, and that at some point you may get a response. And even though you don't know us, I would just like to say I would consider my my um my DMs like a safe space or something oh, like definitely. that. Oh, definitely. So just not a safe space for flirting. Please don't. And it's also, I wouldn't say don't just unload everything onto me if you don't know me, because how am I going to respond to that? I'll try my best. Mm. <laughs> Good luck. I appreciate you coming to me, but Please it's a lot. It, this is a whole lot. <laughs> but still, DMs are open. DMs are safe. Good luck with that. Hallelujah. Happy Pride Month. All right. So <laughs> this is the point where we're going to go through six brown chicks. We're going to... Get into these questions. Uh, this is the Badashas Me segment. If you have a question that you would like to send in to us, you can send it to our and see, see me. This whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have that Rihanna meme. <laughs> uh, you can send it to us at Hey Co Friend Podcast on uh, almost a Facebook. Oh my God, I think it's the same on Facebook, but also on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sign into those DMs uh, if it's a question. Or if you need advice, or if it's about hair, whatever you want to do, send it to us. But until then, Six Pound Chicks, question number one. My dad died of COVID and was cremated. Wow. All right. Going in strong. I keep him in my house. My boyfriend's 15-year-old daughter hid drugs in the urn. 15? Her her ex-friend stole the urn. Smoke the drugs and toss the ashes on TikTok. Boyfriend, you petty. Your dad won't know. Advice. Everybody got to get their ass beat. And I mean everybody. <laughs> who's young? Who's 15-year-old cousin needs to beat that little girl's ass? Because... <laughs> both of y'all have to die. The audacity. The audacity. Dacity. They had to know that that was the father's ashes. They just she didn't give a fuck. The disrespect. And now you both <laughs> have to die. And on TikTok, 
Oh, no. You disrespectful motherfuckers. I said last week, shit goes viral on TikTok like that for no reason. Mm-mm. For no reason. Fuck you. Beat that little girl's ass. I don't care. And her an daddy. Both of y'all need these hands are ready to eat for everybody. <laughs> this is that meme of that that girl fighting the baby. Fighting that baby. <laughs> Bitch. It's on fight. Slap pinch me <laughs> one more time. I respect when you say no. I didn't say no three times. That next one is you and me, bitch. <laughs> I'll see you fight the baby. <laughs> Any day. You and Morgan gonna fight. Any day. Bitch. <laughs> Question number two. My husband, a teacher, was a chaperone for prom. One of the students who I tutor sent me footage of my hubby having sex with a teacher at the event. I'm eight months pregnant. Husband said he's not ending the affair and she will move in to help with our baby. Advice. He is disrespectful. Wow. Bold and disrespectful. Wow. I'm assuming he that's. Must have a dingling. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if I'm on the lease, I'm leaving. Of gold. She ain't coming around my child. I'll raise this wow. child by myself. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That's a lot to unpack. <laughs> First of all, why does the student have this footage? How did you get caught? <laughs> you are at prom. You're supposed to be watching these students. <laughs> Chaperone. Time and place. That's really the problem. I hope you lose your job. If you lose your job, just know that you fucked up. Because I'm sure that that student sent it to absolutely. A bunch of people. Oh, so if if I have seen it, the whole faculty school. has seen it. <laughs> About to be fired. I guess that's one good thing coming out of this. I don't know. Leave him. Oh, oh, absolutely, leave him. Because that's disrespectful. He said, "I ain't ending it," and she coming over here, not in this house. And she's gonna watch this child. Then y'all could be here by yourself. I'm going somewhere else. Exactly. <laughs> and my baby. <laughs> Question number three. I met this new pastor at the Christian Singles oh, event Lord. in Florida. He's everything I want in a husband. I've sent money to him to help him build his church. No, that's not what it's for, girl. Scam. Building funds are a scam. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I found out there's no church. <laughs> it's a scam. <laughs> Bitch, what did we just say? <laughs> Third eye just be open. <laughs> however, in all caps. Uh-uh, no however. I can tell he's a good man oh, deep down Lord. inside. How to reform him. Wow, y'all are getting real good at changing how the how to change this man to be what I need him to be. I don't know how how are you this good luck. blinded? He scammed you possibly of thousands of dollars. And he said, It's okay. He's a good man. Because deep down, he's a good man. Why? Because he's Christian? Mm. <laughs> he already mm. lied. He's mm. sinning already. <laughs> mm. You feeling it? Mm. <laughs> Preaching. Mm. I just want to say, we're not... Mm, we are dogging Christianity, but like we experienced See, I'm it. I'm not really dog. What I'm really dogging is the excuses that Christian people use to 
validate behaviors, their behaviors and their Mm -hmm. viewpoints Mm -hmm. that are Mm -hmm. wrong. Because technically, if we're going based off of the correct translation of the Bible, it never really says anything about homophobia. It only says things about uh, pedophiles Uh and about men's older men sleeping with younger boys that's really oh, what it is and the only thing that i was happy with that my church did was um a lot of christians will like to um put sins on like a tier list as some being worse than the others and stuff like mm-hmm. that but my church is like all sin is all equal exactly. whether it's like you steal a piece of gum or you kill somebody like it's all the same that's the only thing that i was like okay good i was like at least being gay is not that bad <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i and it's because I've lived it. So I'm like, uh, mm-mm. Exactly. What are we on? Number four? Three? Number four. All right. My wife of nine years began to lose weight and then she just snapped. She told me, she told me and the kids, five and seven, there's no gar- guarantee you'll like your spouse or your kids. And I don't like y'all at all. All caps. I'm leaving and starting over. She moved out. What to do with these kids? Can you take her to court for that? Oh, absolutely. But let's also get to what to do with these kids. Those are your kids. Exactly. (laughs) And not my kids. That's a problem. That is Both of y'all are trash. Absolutely. (laughs) And didn't need to have children. There are options. (laughs) Some of them are free. I would say... First, take her to court because I think you can't just abandon your kids like that. And secondly, find them another home. I was going to say, I don't want to say suck it up because those are your kids. You brought them here. Yes, but clearly don't need them. If you don't want them, fine. I am pro if you know that you will not be a good parent. Give them to someone who will be. I would rather you not fuck these kids up. Then accept that you just have to take care of them. What I said earlier, some people are just not fit to be parents. Uh, and and that's okay. If I you are, will, if you were like, kids. I would rather just, I would rather have this child go to the, I mean, it's still a fucked up regardless, but. Did you see the thing about the study of people who don't have kids just have this kind of um, natural instinct of maternal paternal thing of even if they don't have their own kids, they just. This um, is how it, I get it out. It's through other people's kids. Um Yeah. So it's like, that's why some of the people are actually aunties fit to be the, um, either parents the or like some aunts and uncles and stuff like that. Um, listen, adoption all the way. I'm ready. I'm not right now, but I'm going to oh, adopt. Not at all. Not <laughs> um, even close. No. You need to find somebody else to take care of these kids, though. These that's kids. That's what needs to happen. Question number five. My girlfriend is a gamer and lives with me. I got sick in work and called to tell her I'm on my way home. She thought she hung up, but she didn't. I heard her yell, hurry up before he gets here. I heard two voices and sex noises. She said she was gaming. Thoughts. You know that she's lying to you, sir. That's it. You got, she got caught. What are you going to do about that? That's the real question. (laughs) Take with that what you will. Mm. <laughs> like with Bart, with that cake. <laughs> That's all I got. Balls in your core, homie. Uh, what do you want to do? Stay or go. Write us in and let us know. We'll be waiting. Mm. Question number six. Mm. 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 
childhood girlfriend had my son. I didn't want him. Never got involved. Okay. Today, he's doing very well and has a kid. I connected with him on social media. Him, no disrespect, but I'm a man now and I don't need a father. We're adults. I should know my grandkids. No, you should not. Advice. No, no, no. You said you did not get involved. You did not want to be involved. You let that go. Um, Remember, I think he had to sign away the rights too, right? I don't well, think he didn't mention it, but if you do something like that, I think you have to sign away your rights as a father mm. or a parent or something could, like that. He could just be a nigga and just did not be involved in child's oh. life, period. But didn't the, the child, child is right. Didn't pay, but I don't need a father now. Remember remember um, that thing that we discussed a couple of weeks ago about how, uh, grand, how parents usually want people to be... They usually want to be grandparents because they want a chance to start oh, over mm-hmm, and be the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are now having regrets because you see that your child has now grown up, has his own family, and now you're seeing that you fucked up, and now you feel that you need a chance to start over. And so I need to be able to see my grandchildren. Why are you so focused on these grandchildren and not getting to understand me? I don't know you like that. Why? Am I, why do you think that I would let you around my kids? I don't know you, and at this point, I don't feel like I need to know you. So why do you feel entitled to be around my children? Yeah, he said my grandkids. Those ain't your grandkids. You, They don't know you. You are just a random nigga off the streets. We have nothing but biological ties. <laughs> and barely that. <laughs> I feel like that's a very shitty thing to do is to not be present in your child's life. But want to like and then demand and just kind of see how they turn out. And depending on how they turn out, decide whether or not you want to get involved. Mm-mm. Especially them niggas that their their kid end, ends up being rich, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, but I like I'm your daddy, I'm your blood. You being my daddy and my blood didn't matter for twenty years. Fuck you. <laughs> like that is irrelevant information. You can go back to where you came from. <laughs> that is our message to you. Those ain't your grandkids. Should have been involved. Leave that nigga alone. Too little, too late. All of the JoJo. <laughs> and uh, that's been this week's episode. Happy Pride Month. Um, also, even, I just wanted to say, even if you're um, not quote out, I don't want there to ever be any pressure to anybody. You don't have to come out to nobody. I need that to be erased. That's what I was saying earlier. I don't want my head to be erased. Oh, erased. I don't want my kid to have to come out. It will just be like, it would just be very known. Whoever you bring home is mm-hmm. who you bring home. They just all better I'm be truly, respectful. Exactly. All I'm truly going to care about is the fact that they are respectful and they treat you correctly. Because mm-hmm. you will know how you should and shouldn't be treated. And don't. And, and if treat I don't me see done disrespectful, then we good. Mm-hmm. But I really don't care who you bring home. Yeah, my goal in life is to be the parents from EZA. I just wanted to like have that kind of great relationship with my children. You've brought this up before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. I've that, seen the yeah. movie. I owned the movie. But I don't remember <laughs> it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm never going to ask my kids, like, are you straight? Are you gay? Like, it's just whatever. They, they, they never need. But would if just they want to come to me, cool. Ask me whatever you need to. Mm-hmm. But um, outside of that, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, hit us up on the socials. Follow us. Subscribe. I just wanted to say something real quick. We always usually say this, but also mind your business. Like if even if you suspect something of somebody, I feel like you shouldn't ask them any invasive questions or interrogate them. Oh uh, no, I I know of someone who is, and uh, I know that this person also knows that I know. 
and we know i know there has been now when i say we have been in like spaces together it has never come up (laughs) we both know what's happening here and that's all that matters not a sick when i say words have not been exchanged no discussion it's one of those i know that you Mm -hmm. know that i know and that's all that needs to happen we don't even need to talk (laughs) so my again yes mind your business until that motherfucker says something to you live your life just the way that you were like it's golden don't feel entitled to have somebody come out to you or something like that yeah it's it's like honestly it's just like i don't understand why people feel like it's a it just puts this like this i don't know why they make it about them pressure on something that should just be accepted period like uh-huh. i should like you don't feel the need to co- it's said so often like do you come out as straight it's just like why do i have to like why is there this stigma and this whole thing about whether or not i am not straight mm-hmm. why does that matter so much i should just bring whoever i bring home just like you would expect a cis boy or a cis hetero girl or whoever to bring their partner home and not bad an eye exactly too. and just be like okay well is this nigga good for my child that should be the only thing that matters mm-hmm. but it's still fuck them kids so follow us on uh on instagram hey whoa, girlfriend whoa, podcast whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, wherever you are listening make sure that you hit that follow and subscribe button so that you get these episodes every thirsty thursday mm-hmm. at 9 a.m central Tag us, because some of you guys, I see when you guys, when the episodes come out, you listen to it. So tag us, because that's cool, so that, you know, your, really your see friends the can see it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and leave us reviews. We Hit haven't had those fondly. in a while, please. Yeah, you can follow us, our Instagram, Hey Girlfriend Podcast, our individual. The little link, tree link is in there. You can't miss it. Um, you can follow listen to us apple spotify stitcher my mm. favorite iHeartRadio. <laughs> feels so official there's a way to get on the roku and i need to figure it out huh exactly i'm gonna figure it out there's a way to get it get it like on the roku like original station and i'm gonna figure it out oh because roku's make they're they're mm-hmm. i got like two of them mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna figure it out Ooh, we about to be on your tv mm-hmm. wow. everywhere I can't wait for y'all to see our faces. He is so prepared. I right, am y'all. ready. Listen. Where your SPF. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And we spending a lot of it. So, y'all need to be, you know, y'all want to see some of this shit. And we need to be paid. I ain't putting Art myself out there for nothing. Free. Art mm. ain't I don't free. like how that came out. Mm, it's okay. We all know. <laughs> you slanging that. Okay. I ain't slinging nothing. All right, y'all. Nothing is being slung. Mm-hmm. No, oh, no, you no. You slinging that. Money that... is being spent, but mm-hmm. that's about it. No, mm-hmm. no. We ain't gonna put no. Mm-hmm. Anyways, be Wait. gay, do crime. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>